VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm It might be too late for Jamel's Washington football team. Welcome to another episode of Sorry We Love Football, the show that knows football is bad for the brain, but good for the soul. I am Carson Wentz, is the number one graded QB and PFF Eagles fan, Dan Hartigan. As always, I'm joined by the Church of Patrick Mahomes' disciple and Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Thank you very much. I enjoyed my box of Mahomes Magic Crunch this week. Mm unintentionally tanking Washington football fan Jamel Johnson. What's up? My guy, I have no sauce for you. I'm just hurting. I'm just hurting in so many ways. Good to see you both. You can hear the pain in his voice. Welcome to the show. Listeners f- listeners who've been following the show every week can hear the octaves and lowering let me, tell you, let me voice. tell you guys why I hate football. I'm not even going to let you give, give <laughs> me the cue. Let me tell you why I hate football. Jump in. Not only are the Redskins a full set of butt cheeks, as we have all known for years and years and years, but it looks more ridiculous than ever. But really what I hate is fantasy football as a concept. Hmm. I can't believe I was roped into this shit again. What a dumb thing to do with your Sunday. Choose to be wrong. I chose to be wrong. (laughs) I could have just watched games on my couch with with no stakes involved. Because I have to now. Because I'm a goddamn journalist. But no, I decided to think I could win games with my friends. Little fun math puzzles. Absolutely not. I'm Owen fucking four. I had the second most points in the league this week. Who'd I lose to? The motherfucker with the most. By four goddamn points. I lost to Will Lutz. Man. I lost to Will fucking Lutz. Not only did I lose to Will Lutz, I traded the guy he used to defeat me, and I had the answer on my bench. I fucking. Oh, I, that's I, all the worst things that can happen. I benched Stefan Diggs for fucking Philip Dorsett's bitch ass. Tom Brady forgets how to play football because he saw a dildo. <laughs> He's soft. You're combined 0-8 on the season with your teams that you care about. Next year, I'm just giving y'all $10. Don't actually, ask me. Don't ask me. It's actually $100. No, I'm giving <laughs> each individual $10, and it's going to oh, come with nice. a note that says, good luck this season. Fuck that PPR shit. That's stupid. It's keeping Kirk Cousins employed, though. Not having to throw the ball, it's making him seem like a better quarterback. Yeah. He's handing off like a champ. Yeah, he's good at that. Like a divisional round loser champ. Just give the ball to the best running back. More. Until his ACL breaks open. It's great. And ants come out. I hope that happens to me, dog. I could use that right now. Fiery, passionate beginning to the show. Danny Solomon, what did you hate about football this week? 
You know, and this is going to sound a little bit like a cop out on this, but I think I think a lot of the people listening and 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 some of you guys we can relate to this concept of the week after a loss. And I am I'm saying it's a cop out because obviously my team flirted with losing but did not lose because, you know, we have we have the greatest team of all time. And I started to feel that fear set in as we were down two minutes left to go 30 to 27. I was thinking we could probably pull it off. We had the time. I'm sure other people out there in the world were thinking the same thing. But to me, I'm a Jew. I'm pessimistic. You understand, Hardigan. You're also half Jewish. You just have that feeling like the worst thing is always going to happen. So I was ready. I was facing this loss. I was staring it in the eyes. And you know that feeling that week is gone. All of your routines surrounding football are over. You can't listen to the podcast. It's too painful. You can't go online onto the NFL.com, CBS Sports sites. You know, you can't look up the stats. You can't have that fun, you know, article reading. You can't, you can't go to the, the video of your team mic'd up because it's not going to be there. It's the other team's mic'd up. <laughs> you get to hear their quarterback talking about how they pulled out the victory. No one wants to listen to Matt Stafford talk about how they pulled out the victory. That or guy, Matt Patricia. That's real. Yeah. Matt Patricia walking around like hot shit with his fucking pencil behind his ear and his backwards hat. He looks like he's he's going to a fucking garage rock show or something. I mean, he seems <laughs> or a PSAT per, uh, teacher. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> you're right. He's like the cool shop teacher. He just has that face of like, you know, he's going to he's going to teach you some things. So but. what do you guys really want to know here in shop? What do you really want to make? Yeah, look, I, I'm I'm not I'm not going to bullshit you. <laughs> just hikes up his leg on one <laughs> on one thing and says, all right, guys, I'm I'm the guy who's going to teach you the stuff the other teachers want. I'm going to teach you about life. But, you know, like when you lose that game, it's it's just your whole routine goes up in smoke and you just have to. You have to start listening to regular music again instead of podcasts. Ugh. You have to you have to avoid the television. You have to avoid all of the things that you enjoy. You have to go out, talk to your family, talk to your wife, you know, live your life. And that's not what the football season's about. Not at all. I've got it's gotten so bad I don't even watch cable anymore. I just have I mean, a digital antenna. you you've gone all the way to the fucking to soccer in the WNBA. It's real. I'm way far gone. That's how bad the Washington Redskins are this year. That's true. Jamel is following soccer. I'm watching Law and Order Criminal Intent. Clearly oh, the worst one. Not even SVU. And I'm watching it comfortably. You have to fill the void somehow. Yeah. All right. What I hated this week, um, it's it's a little thing, but I've noticed it more and more over the the course of the last season or two. Um, is just hurtling. Hurtling in general, players <laughs> jumping yeah. over the, uh, the the other defenders. There's maybe two people in the entire league who should be even attempting these things. And yet every fucking backup tight end in the league catches a ball and is like, you know what, I'm just going to jump over this guy. It's because they're sick of jumping on boxes. <laughs> oh, I guess ju- they yeah. jump on boxes all spring and they're like, hell yeah. That's a good point. They yeah. train these guys for 360 days a year to, ju- to jump as high as humanly possible. And they're like, well, why wouldn't I? But there's no use. They're, the the risk-reward is terrible. You're going to gain one extra yard, possibly. If this is the playoffs, I understand. But it's week four. And the, <laughs> the, the, the risk is, as, as we've seen, 
David Njoku lands on his head, breaks his wrist. Uh, what was the guy on the um, the Lions? T.J. Hawkinson yeah, does Hawk, it because the Chiefs gets a concussion out for the game. I mean, these people are not prepared to take these leaps, and they do it anyway. Well, you want to be on the you want to be in the top ten. You want to be on the Sports Center top ten plays. This is you something get I that that gif. I can't even GIF. blame the NFL for this stuff. This is a, a personal decision based on these players, and I don't know when it's going to end. It's only getting worse. You can blame the NFL for this because the hive mind, the cartel mentality. Mm. This one guy does it right one time three seasons ago. And it's on every highlight package yeah. leading up to the season. you sitting in the house like, yeah, why not me? <laughs> Who's the first person to do it right? I forgot already. There's been guys uh, around um, – Jerome Simpson, weirdly on the Browns, was oh, really well, known was, for it. That was the uh, that was the front flip, right? He yeah, did a front flip into the end zone. He did I'm surprised a few that versions. didn't become a thing. Yeah, um, every now and you know, I, I'd say Saquon is is capable of doing it, and LeBron James. Sure, that's about it. Everyone's capable of doing it. It's just you the the. The Even DBs have caught wind of this move. They've, yes. They've become wise to it. And so now a lot more of what you see when a guy tries to hurdle is the DB just stops and then grabs them and body slams them to the ground. Right. And then gets flagged for body slamming them. Yes. Which is just a whole other headache. But another good reason to try hurdling. You could get the penalty. That's true. Um, okay. Let's move on and just start our preview of week Five. We're already a quarter through the season. This shit is flying by. Whee! Jamel is loving every second of it. He's. So when excited. will it end? So excited. How did the Mystics do last night? Next question. <laughs> All right, Thursday, 8 p.m. We have a NFC West battle. Los Angeles Rams go into the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, this is for first place in the division. This is a good, another good Thursday game. Um, Danny Seahawks. How you feeling? Yeah, you know, a weird team, but they're always in it. You can't ever discount the Seahawks. They got Russell Wilson. You know, they've they're they're starting to figure it out. The running game, Chris Carson went over a hundred yards, and you're gonna get Rashad Penny back, I think, this week. Um, it doesn't mean anything for my fantasy team, unfortunately. He's on the bench and will probably stay there. But, you know, they've got they've got the tools for non-fantasy victory. You know, Russell Wilson, not flashy, but he'll win you a, a game with a beautifully thrown touch pass to, like, you know, DJ Will, Moore or whoever the guy's name is. What, what, what Will is, Disley. Yeah, Will Disley. You know, some just a player who you've never heard of. He's going to get that guy the ball. And the running game, you know, maybe there's two guys in the backfield. Maybe there's 17 guys in the backfield. It doesn't matter. They always get the job done. And... I don't know if the defense looks any better than last year because I think it's it's kind of they they took a step back from the you know lob days uh, the last season and then now I think it's kind of hovering around that world. But again, another situation where they just kind of get the job done, whether it's you know with one hand or or two hands, doesn't matter. Those DBs <laughs> will get their hands on the ball or hand. Uh, some Russell Wilson stats: hundred. Plus rating in each of the first four games. Has yet to throw an interception this season. Um, I feel like when they need a big play, he can extend it, and that's just so frustrating and demoralizing for a defense. They're 3-1 and one right now. The last seven times this team has started 3-1, and one, they've made the playoffs. Oh, they're making the playoffs. They're in great position. I mean, 
They're doing – what was the only game they lost? The Saints at home? Ooh, and that's strange tough, one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a weird game too. And I, I mean, the Rams. Saints apparently good. Saints good. Saints good. The Saints defense good. But we'll get to that. It just seems like this game. If I were the Rams, I would be afraid. Yes. Because their season's on the line. Their whole narrative is on the line. Once that narrative shifts, you're fucked. The narrative is: Did we overrate Jared Goff? Did we maybe overrate Sean McVay? Is Todd Gurley completely finished? Is the defense falling apart at the seams? I mean, 55 points at home. They're Jer- indefensible. Jared Goff, and, and you know, he's on my fantasy team. I can't disparage him too much. He's a, you know, he, he's, Numbers decent, on the board. he's a decent quarterback. But Jared Goff, they must be having that feeling that you get when you go to a restaurant and you're really excited to eat there, and then you order something experimental, and they bring it to the table, and it's fucking disgusting. You're just like, this doesn't taste good, and I was really looking forward to eating here, and I paid for this meal, and now I have to just eat it. I just have to suffer through it, and there's nothing worse than ordering the wrong thing. It's just not the thing you were in the mood for. That's Jared Goff. Jared Goff is like a plate of goulash that you ordered on a whim, and it's just not that good, and you're regretting putting down the $15. I'll say go, – oh, go ahead, Jamal. No, nothing. I would, I, honestly, I would love some goulash right now. I hey, would, good I goulash. I could eat a, the Dixie cup full of it right now. I'd say at least the goulash is out there trying to win. I, yeah. I'm not a Jared Goff believer, but to see him just attempt over 60 passes, and he's looking downfield continuously, and he's taking risks. He is throwing a lot of interceptions and turning the ball over. But when you compare him to somebody like Kirk Cousins, I'd rather have a Jared Goff trying to, to move the ball down the field. Um, hey, I don't think he's Case, good at it. Case Keenum's throwing the ball. He's taking risks. What's and, the difference? Well, you know, we he's, can't. He's, he's getting his picks off, yeah. We're not, giving, we're not giving A's for effort here. I am giving an A for effort for Jared Goff I, uh, compared to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is unbelievable, an a, unbelievably bad. This is uh, true. We're going to just really bash Kirk Cousins on this show today, then. One yeah. more point about the the Rams. Did you guys see Marcus Peters just get annihilated on his yes. pick six return? Why is it that players on the defense are not protected whatsoever? There's no penalty there. Probably won't be a fine. Nobody made a big deal about it. You because know? he's a kneeler. He knelt. <laughs> he should get hit as hard as possible. Get hit harder. My I didn't God. even factor that in that half of America loved watching him get hit like that. Do you think they even remember? I guess Probably I not. I don't, I don't remember. I don't I think no he's idea. still kneeling. I don't know. You'd have to ask the Rams fans. They um, don't show it before the game anymore. They've they've whitewashed that whole you thing. You know, Josh Allen gets hit, and it's we're up in arms. and However, and Marcus Peters gets hit argu- arguably way worse, and nobody gives a shit. So offensive bias in the league still exists, as always. Uh, moving on. First Sunday game. Early games. Jags at Panthers. Jamal, you enjoying this? The Gardner Minshew experience four weeks in? Yeah. And, I mean, this game is uh, the what the fuck bowl, if I ever saw one. Yeah. Both of these teams are somehow two and two. Yep. <laughs> this is like a game with stakes. A lot of somehow two and two teams out there. Huh? Yeah. I, most of the league is two and two right now. Yeah. Odd. Like. Uh, and, I uh, mean, and you know if the Jags win, Jalen Ramsey's going to be looking around like, all right, I'll come back. He's, they <laughs> my said back he's, doesn't hurt anymore. They yeah, said he's out this week again. He's they not practicing. He out, they said he was out last week with a back and hurt feelings. Yeah, now, he's they got, literally just said he didn't feel like it. That and, was on the ticker. And he had a baby, which seemed like a good excuse. But it would be the baby. And that's what's funny is like that would be the funniest. I'm not really 
I'm not really hurt. I'm just fucking with you excuse is to just make up a baby. Just to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, this whole time my wife was pregnant, so I got to go. Who's going to check? I don't know. If, I'm not, I'm not over wait. his house. That's exactly why you wait to make the announcement. How about as all the, yeah. the Panthers fans who bought tickets for this game before the season being like, Cam Newton versus Nick Foles. I can't <laughs> wait for this one. Uh, yeah, you got Kyle Allen versus Gardner Minshew. Hey, at least Kyle Allen can fucking the dude's balling. stand on his feet. What the fuck? This uh, might be you, a better matchup of quarterbacks. Yeah. Did you see Cam Newton's um, just oh, his, YouTube uh, video his with fireside chat? Where he, yeah, his fireside chat where he is smoking a cigar, having his cognac, and is also dressed ridiculously, as we've come to expect. He's dressed like like a like a gypsy on top of a newsie <laughs> near a cabbie. He must control that YouTube account himself. I mean, come on. Because why would you post yourself smoking and drinking? Who's behind <laughs> the camera? crazy. Who do you think is behind the camera for him? Is it his homie or like a... Kyle Allen. <laughs> Kyle Allen's like, yeah. He's back the backup. We'll back you up. extra take? Let's do two takes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I I got to pick the Jags here. The ja- you got to ride the the Minshew ride magic. The Minshew Every ma- like you said, the Fitz magic had died, and it just travels along the league, and it's going to just embody somebody. It feels like it's Gardner Minshew right now. Yeah, He's yeah, the yeah, hot I, thing. And He's I the meme. I can't say it's a there's a home field advantage in Carolina. I feel like that whole area of the country is one big ass stadium. Like everything between <laughs> there and Miami. Like Miami is on its own. But yeah, that's one building. It's fine. It's the, all the same country ass fucking weirdo. It's Charlotte, right? Yes. Yeah. So Michael Jordan's hanging around there, right? He'll He's be in there. town. Yeah. Jeans big enough to fill up the whole VIP booth. Hitler mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the pa- the Panthers' defense is playing really well. They are lately, and that is interesting because I can't name a single person on it anymore. I think James Bradbury. Is like the is like the shutdown corner on that, that Luke, team. Luke Keekly. And they got the Keeks. Freakly Keekly. He's until he gets his Keekly. annual concussion that keeps him out of the games sure, for sure. five or six weeks. He is going to be playing well. And is then Eric Reed's on the team. Eric Reed was no. a great hurt, pick. Though, Another right? kneeler. He's hurt. Yeah. Uh Kawan Short out for the year also. So you know tore, some tore something. And uh so you know, there there are the people on the team, but they're not playing. So it's kind of this collection of you know, whatever people who believe in themselves, I guess. Like sometimes that's all it takes. But for a while last year and early this year, it's it seemed like that whole thing of like, oh, you got to get the the Panthers' defense solid in fantasy or you know solid in reality. But just you had that perception of them as a solid defense that started to go away. Now it's come back, and my point is, I have no fucking idea why. <laughs> what happened? I think they're holding on to the ball for longer. And the defense just isn't on the field for as long as the first two games where Cam was just throwing the ball into the ground. So. Yeah, I mean, and I have no idea how the offense is keeping the defense fresh because I have in one fantasy league, I have DJ Moore. In another one, I have Curtis Samuel. Neither of them is doing jack shit. Who is he throwing the ball to? I guess, Is it all Greg Olson? It's all Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey yeah. McCaffrey is, yeah. Whoa. Next. So it's just C. McC. Run C. McC. Next game, and I can't – Jamal, you need to tell me what the vibe at this stadium is going to be. We have the New England Patriots at 
the Washington football team. Say it faster. Here's my report. Uh, it's game game three of the WNBA Finals uh, this Sunday. Daladon went out uh, tonight. This is Tuesday with uh, back spasms, and um, it's going to be a big one. We we have a tough time closing out road games, and I am not mentioning the Ravens at all. <laughs> What's the point? What's the sh- point of this game? Good good question. Yeah, we're about um, to get shut out. The, the Patriots shouldn't be allowed to play us. It should be illegal for them to play us. That raises the much larger question that we all need to be pissed off about. Who the fuck made this Pat schedule? What the fuck is this? I mean, how do they Chiefs get fan, this? But as a Chiefs fan, you as a, as a dude who's about to be five and zero, I don't and I don't understand your full beefs. You're getting a nice. You're getting a nice ride. We got tough teams. I mean, y'all got the Ravens, the Ravens, the Lions. We got Minshew and the Jags. You know, we had some tough games in here. Name the easy game. Was it the Raiders? The Raiders had to be the easiest game, right? They're two and two. John Gruden, two and two. Okay, fine. They beat the Colts. Okay. And we, we got a real schedule. The point is okay. we're not playing the Jets. We're not playing the Dolphins yeah. twice. No, the we're not trash. playing the Bills without it's Josh right. Allen. They're Are you shitting me? 50 on us. Matt Barkley. It's going to be. Matt Barkley. It, I'm, and for some reason, I'm still going to play Chris Thompson. I can't think of a more garbage screen pass game <laughs> than this game. Who's going to be the quarterback? In this game, fucking yeah, Haskins. Like Haskins. You think Haskins is coming in? What? You're a, not going to bring Colt McCoy out from under the mothballs? I mean, if he's not hurt, he was hurt. Is he back? He's back. He's. They're talking about. There's oh, a Colt? real controversy going on. Oh well, sure. You got to let Colt play. Colt deserves some run. I think Haskins is going to be good, but I would not. I would do anything I could to avoid putting him out there against this Patriots team. It makes the entire franchise look bad. He's going to look horrible. It is if he tough. Plays. Yeah, it is tough to play the unequivocal best defense yeah. in the entire NFL yeah. when in your last game against a much worse defense you had more interceptions than completions that might be a tall order to beat the pats i love it you guys we, worried we lose in such fantastic ways what are you about to say are you guys worried about tom brady whatsoever he I really mean, went out there and did a big fart you, in buffalo just, i just got through telling y'all coming to landover fixes all them problems true he's going to go nuts yeah, I'm tired of fucking Tom Brady's little possum act where he tries to pretend like he's not good anymore and then he turns it on in the playoffs. Things. Fuck this guy. I don't trust this whole team. Did you see the thing where uh, in the last game uh, Sean McDermott had to shoo off a couple of Pat's assistant coaches One of them was, were hanging uh, out too long? Baby Belichick. One of yeah. them was Belichick's kid. Yeah, Steve Belichick hanging around a little too long while the Bills are on the field doing yeah. warm-ups. You got to be shitting me. They're still trying to cheat. You're still cheating? Fuck you. You know. You won't have to cheat against us because we don't have a secondary. (laughs) Can you imagine if there was a... (laughs) Josh Norman is not it, bro. That's weird. It's Landon Collins and nobody. We had a... I forgot even homie's name, but like our starting free safety got hurt week two, and it's... There's just been nothing. I'd love if Jay Gruden came out after the game and said, you know, the Patriots, they cheated against us. (laughs) It's the only way they were able to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They won by three touchdowns. It's like it's because they watched us in the locker room. They overheard a conversation we had. I think. Do you realize that the Ravens haven't had a good secondary or offensive line? For 25 years. Well, Trent Williams is good, but he's just decided. He's just one He dude saw the future. Good. But he saw the future. He was alone the whole time. I think it's tra- time to trade three number one draft picks for Jalen Ramsey. I think you got to do it right it's now. It's the worst thing we could do. <laughs> you know how many times we've traded everything for a fucking DB? About four. 
I think you. I think Snyder could be talked into that trade. I think he already is. He already's trying. The Washington team has to play Miami later this year, and I really believe Miami's going to win. Miami's going to win that game for sure. It, it's it's basically like if you rub two flaccid dicks together for long enough, which one comes? But they have to remain flaccid the whole time. Yeah, obviously the smaller one will come first. Miami oh, smaller penis always. but wider. So and and by the way, apologies to our small dicked listeners out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not against dick. small dicks or limp dicks. Or limp dick. Yeah, to our to those of our, our fans out there who yeah, have erectile dysfunction, we believe in you. I'm Make actually it no, I'm actually against you entirely. I'm rooting against you in all of your endeavors. I think the Pats are going to win this game. Is what is what yeah, I think. Yeah, we're I think all that's saying. the point. All right, go, go Mystics. We got Buffalo Bills at Jamel's Tennessee Titans. Team Titans. Um, you know, we saw Josh Allen take a crazy hit. He's probably not going to take. He's probably not going to play in this game. Um, I wanted to shout out Frank Gore. He ran for a hundred plus yards. Um, I think against the best defense in the league. I think he's the fourth guy in history to run for more than 15,000 yards in, his, in a career. He's 200 away from passing Barry Sanders, third all-time. This dude's ridiculous. Frank fucking Gore. The longevity. He's. Did you see the thing uh, he said after the game, or at some point last week? He hasn't felt healthy since uh, his senior year of high school. He's just been playing with ailments, various ailments, and, and just breaking fucking records. It's, the, I just wanted to say the dude's great. They that, cut LaShawn McCoy this offseason because they got Frank yeah, Gore. How is this Papa. possible? That's one of the, the, He's one of those guys who the moment he announces his retirement, his bones are going to turn to dust. He's just going to immediately like flop into just a pile of skin <laughs> at the podium. I hope he retires and brings the gold teeth back. Uh, Teen Titans with a bounce back game last week. They yeah. beat the officially trash Atlanta Falcons. Right after I make fun of Marcus Mariota in the listener question segment. They Most confused. This rookie, man. They got this kid, A.J. Brown, yeah. who had a big game in game one, disappeared for the next two weeks, returns week four. Is he going to have a good game against this really good secondary that the Bills have? Probably not. The last time these two teams played, the score was 12 to 13. I'm imagining something even lower. Oh, this this is has all the makings of a Mariota pants shark game where he just throws three picks and fumbles twice. And he has not turned the ball over yet this season, so he's due. Yeah, that's they're all coming against the Bills. Yeah, big time doo doo pants. How many times will they replay the Music City Miracle from 20 years ago during this telecast? I'm gonna or say, mention it. They're gonna mention it twice. They'll also play it twice. Okay. Will Frank Wycheck be in attendance? Yes. Yes. They'll show him. Man, I if you enjoy watching teams not score, this is the game for you. R.I.P. Steve McNair. Uh, moving on, we got the Baltimore Ravens at the rejuvenated Pittsburgh Steelers. Proud teams don't tank. Been Smart saying Lewis. it. Is Marvin Lewis still the coach of this football team? No, That's he's not. Okay. It's uh, this Rams disciple, Zach Taylor. Continue. When you Google his picture, his first thing that comes up is still him in a Rams assistant coaching gear. That's how bad he's been on the Bengals. Um, yeah, I think the Steelers figured something out with Jalen Samuel, uh, or Jalen Samuels, excuse me, with that wildcat on Monday night. I don't know if you saw him. He, he had like, 
five completions for 50 yards and he carried the ball a bunch and caught the ball a bunch. He didn't play at all in week three. So they're getting experimental. They have to. I don't think that team's going to go away. They traded for Fitzpatrick and they're going to, this is going to be a decent game. I mean, I, I would say after last week, it's more possible that this could be an interesting game. Uh, you know, divisional, always tough. The teams know each other, blah, blah, blah. And the Steelers looked fine. I think they already have said that they're not going to bring out the Wildcat again this week, which is a real bummer because you could have the whole, like, Lamar running threat. And then versus the Wildcat, we That's see a fun. couple of wacky offenses going at it. But uh, what's interesting is that the Ravens have been playing like shit on defense yeah. the last two weeks. Very uncharacteristic of the Ravens, and especially since they're not really down in personnel at any spots. I mean, even in the secondary, like especially in the secondary, all of their good players are still there, maybe minus Jimmy Smith, but he hasn't been playing a lot. He wasn't playing a lot last season when they were a good defense. And they still have Marlon Humphrey and Earl Thomas and Tony Jefferson. And it's just weird. I, I understand the Chiefs can break teams, can can destroy their spirit. And maybe that is why they came out and, uh, you know, laid an egg against world-beating quarterback Baker Mayfield. But uh, it was an odd thing to see when I was watching the box scores to see how badly the Ravens were getting beat by a Cleveland team that looked like garbage for the entire season so far, or at least on offense, and not even getting the ball to OBJ, giving it to like Jarvis Landry and you know Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb running all over him. And so the Ravens, vulnerable on defense, you know, I'd kind blame, of a novelty on offense. I'd probably blame the strategy there. And I, I mean, maybe it is the Browns just breaking out of their slump, which I figured they would at some point, but um Seems like they probably tried to – were they Devil and Odell? He could be. barely caught – he had two catches, I think. So it's yeah. like – because if you're, if you're playing against the Browns, you're like, Nick, Nick Chubb hasn't done shit all year. Let's double Odell and just let Baker throw us big picks. So they trusted in their defense too much, the Ravens. Got burned. That still doesn't explain why the offense was playing so badly. They're now completely <laughs> incapable of getting the ball to Marquise Brown deep. And – Lamar's kind of having to do it all on his own and doesn't seem to be going as well as it was in the first couple of games of the season. So maybe that guy's not the hot turd that we all thought he was. Hot what? turd meaning being a good thing in this analogy. Yes. Yeah, Did you see was, – was Lamar's press conference after the Chiefs game or after this game where he was still in his shoulder pads and a reporter asked him if he was okay and how he was feeling and he did a little dance? I think that was this week. It was this week. Yeah. This okay. Week. So he hasn't lost any confidence or swagger. He still thinks that they're going to be just fine. Hey, you throw it away. They're, they yeah, are throw exceeding away. expectations. It's like what we talked about last week. When these guys lose, it just goes out one ear. Like, they're just like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's I did a, my job. It's a fun division now because everybody's kind of, I mean, besides the Bengals, of course, it's become an interesting jockeying for who's the best team in this division. I mean, who actually will be able to take it? It looks like they're just going to beat up on each other and somebody's going to go 9 and 7 and win it. My guess is it's going to be the Ravens still and my my guess is also that they win this game, but it's weird. Like I would not be surprised if they didn't. Yeah. 
Tomlin's a good coach. So uh, moving on to that Bengals team. Speaking of cold turds, we have a, the Cardinals at Bengals. That's the bad turd. This is one of the poopiest games on the slate. Um, yeah, the Bengals are just in disarray. Do you see A.J. Green on the sidelines just rolling his eyes? Couldn't believe what the hell's going on. Tyler He'll be a Patriot by the end of the season. Sure. Yeah. Tyler Boyd at the end of the game said, I can take the losing, but when you go out there and get embarrassed Monday night primetime, I have too much pride to go out there and showcase what we showcased. Got um, hose, man. I got hose watching this. Yeah, exactly. What's also, happening? you have too much pride to go out there and do what we did, but you did do that. So I don't know what the message of this statement is. I know he's frustrated. Just but hurting. Just a man hurting inside. These dudes don't know what to say after getting their face cracked open. You got to go up. Imagine the worst day at work that you've ever had. Because they want to curse. Imagine the worst day you ever had at work and you can't curse about it. Yeah, you can't say anything. You got to go up in front of the media. You have to be polite. You have to be respectful. You have to be a role model to all the the Boyd fans out there, to the children. And all you want to say is our head coach is a bitch and our starting quarterback is dead inside. There's nothing. What do we do? Andy Dalton, though, on any other team that sucks, I think would be an improvement. But for some reason, he he makes the Bengals worse. It's t- sometimes it's time to move on. You know, they've they've ran their course. Like the, they should have blown up the Bengals about three seasons ago. Blow them up now. Just just let's let's strip the thing for parts. Yeah. Restart it. Create something wacky. Does Dalton deserve a nickname? He's called the Red Rocket or the Red Rifle. Red Rifle. Does Red he Rocket deserve that? A, Red Rocket is a dog's penis. Yeah. More penis talk. Which could be a better option for him. He's now the Red. Yeah. Red <laughs> He's Rocket. gone from the Red Rifle to the Red Rocket, uh, certainly in the last few seasons. Uh, two winless teams, two rookie head coaches. One of these head coaches is going to get their nice first win. Isn't that nice? I believe Isn't in Kyler special? Murray here. I believe yeah. that Kyler Murray, just by virtue of the fact that, you know, he's he, he actually has something to live for. Like Jamel said, I think Andy Dalton knows he's Andy Dalton. Yeah. That has set in. He knows the situation that he's in. I think secretly he hopes yeah. he could be traded to a team that could use a slightly better quarterback. The Bears. Such as the Bears. That would be a fun marriage oh that could probably God. work out for both sides. But you he knows on the Bears, it's on. But he knows it'll never happen. He knows people don't do that in the NFL. They don't trade long-standing pillars of the society quarterbacks. Well, unless he gets benched, if they lose to the Cardinals this week, put the man out to pasture. Who is backing up Andy Dalton right now? Isn't Ooh. losing? Isn't living in Cincinnati punishment enough? No, you got to eat fucking chili. Tyler Boyd. That chili spaghetti is disgusting. I'm sorry, Cincinnati. I just don't like the choice of noodles. I'll be honest, it's dumb. You might as well put it on rice. Yeah, dude. Quit playing. Next game, Atlanta Falcons at Houston Texans. Um, man, this Falcons team is just... It's over. I it's, tried to hedge it's it. completely I, over. I tried to squeeze them in at the end like maybe they had a shot at, you know, getting their act together, but I was totally wrong. Do you Another think- team that needs to just let it go, man. This is what happens when you lose a Super Bowl. Things only get worse. If we had drops, we would throw in the, the song from Frozen there real quick. Yeah, yeah, we would. There's a reason the Rams don't look good right now. This is just, like I said, I mean, the Patriots are the only team that could lose a Super Bowl and be fine because they cheat. 
The Super Bowl has destroyed the Falcons. The 28 to 3 has ruined their lives and ruined Matt Ryan's life. And he's trying to get it back. He's trying to get his groove back, but you know, it's just not happening. It's just the it's the you know, midlife crisis dad situation when he's trying to fuck his way through South Beach and it's just not happening. Just yeah, man, let everybody go play for the Bears, dude. You want Matt Ryan and Andy Dalton on the Bears. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's nothing much to say about this game. Deshaun Watson is going to be completely fine. We all saw him in his press game kind of break down whatever coverages um, the Panthers were playing against him. It was very impressive. Apparently, after the game, he was back on the field practicing with his uh, his quarterback coach. I think the Texans are going to win this game. I got the there's still something weird about that team, even though Deshaun Watson is a legitimate great player. Didn't they put up 10 points? Yeah. I mean, 10 points. And you've got you've got Hopkins, you got fucking. You, their running game is bad this year. Their running game is what it is. Their it's, offensive line is just straight dog cheeks, dog ass cheeks. <laughs> to bring up to bring all of the the themes we've thrown together into one pot, it's a dog's ass cheeks. I don't understand why they can't just fix the line. I think it's 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 their move was to get Laramie Tunsil and then everything else will solve itself. They gave up a mint for him. He's not playing that well. And even if he's playing okay by offensive line standards, which, you know, we don't really understand the nuances of because we're just regular football fans and not fucking dumb fucks who watch the film all the time. Hey, the All-22 is fun. It's fun. It's fun. But I'm not going to be one of those film analysis guys. If you're listening to this podcast looking for deep – Offensive line play analysis. You guys aren't going to my uh, Jamel Johnson offensive line summit? I'm like the John Gruden of offensive linemen. I take the, every team's best offensive lineman. I say, hey, see what you did there? You got to like, get low. I like that. You got to get low. Look for work. <laughs> you got to be looking for work. I just think that, that you know, they, they should have just every year committed a second-round draft pick to a fucking guard or a tackle or something like that. And they never did that. They tried to do it all in one trade. Now they look like butts because they gave up a fucking treasure chest for this dude. And it's not paying off. And so I guess, like, Deshaun Watson's just going to be the most sacked quarterback in yeah. the league again. J.J. Watt's still there. Enough to beat the Falcons. Yeah, they're going to beat the Falcons. Another division round loser, the Texans. Tampa Bay Buccaneers flying high. But we have to fly into the Superdome to play the Saints. Um, wow, what a Jameis Winston revival. Usually in those games, and he tried to do it where he goes up 28. He decides to just throw pick sixes and somehow let the lead slip away. And he tried, but it, the Rams, or Jared Goff just wouldn't let him uh, yeah, lose that game. Who wanted it less? Uh, but the Bucks, I mean, Bruce Arians, Raspberry Beret. He's the guy legit. is. Are you guys buying hats? I'm buying <laughs> cabbie hats. Yeah. He's selling hats. Is he selling hats? He's on Twitter, and he's selling hats. It's for his Bruce Arians Foundation. It's his thinking cap. But it's a thinking. It's a red cap, and it's got a picture of. It's like a. You know, he's got one of those like Lego Man logos sewn in the <laughs> back, where it's like him, like a silhouette of his with glasses, with the hat, with a headset on, and that's like sewn into the back of his custom BruceArians.com. Caveats. Bruce Arians looks like a guy that if he was your Uber driver, you'd be like, oh, okay, this is going to be a fun ride. Hell yeah. 
hell yeah, he's gonna listen to Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna like it. He'll Talk, tell you a fun story. Yeah, he killed a guy once. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, the girls out here in '83, you wouldn't believe it. You'll like, like oh, for real. You'll start pointing out <laughs> landmarks on the way to your destination. Oh yeah, that used to be the Troubadour. <laughs> and meanwhile, is running. One of the best offenses in the NFL. I, I, well, Byron Leftwich took over the play calling yes, duties. Yes. And he made it so the that. God, the God himself. Mm-hmm. He made it so that you don't have to have a great performance from Jameis Winston because it's just, just throw it up to fucking Chris Godwin or Mike and, Evans. Yeah, that's, that's it. all you have to do. I don't know why it was getting more complicated than that at any point. You're trying to run fucking Peyton Barber around. And Jones, like these guys aren't good. Don't Ronald waste Jones, any time. The second is good. Yeah, I don't. He's why why, why is he not on the field? He's clearly better than Peyton Barber. He's faster. He's faster, but who knows if he's an actual good running back? Because I mean, they don't. They shouldn't trot any of those running backs out onto the field. It should be five wide. And you make it so that you can't double team both Godwin and Mike Evans, who was ever not double teamed. Just toss a fucking floater to that dude. He'll come down with it. Those guys are insane. Uh, the on the other side, the Saints look like a legitimate team. They're three and one. Obviously, Breeze isn't playing. Will Lutz broke uh, Jamel's heart last week. Jesus. Um, will they score a touchdown this week? Probably. The Bucks D's nothing special. But this weirdly is for first place in the NFC South. I think. If the Bucks win this game, they'll be in first place. They'll be in first. So they it. have a real chance here. Um, this is going to be an interesting game. This is one that I want to have on. Is Teddy Bridgewater good? Mm, he hasn't right, been man. yet. He's it's all game right. Management. It's short passes. He does not. He threw one ball over twenty yards all year. Yeah. So far. So it's the Camara Express right now. It's it is. Yeah. And that dude keeping is keeping the thing afloat. Possibly the best running back in the in the NFL. So great, such a good pass catcher, good on the goal line. You just don't get that a lot, and he's keeping the team going until Drew Brees comes back from his his hurdy hand syndrome. I think he's going to be back in a couple weeks though, and then with the defense playing the way it is, maybe the Saints are the Saints again. If they can stay afloat during uh, while their quarterback's out. All right, next game: Minnesota Vikings at New York Giants. Um, Giants, <laughs> yeah. Somehow, Giants two are two and two. two. Uh, they, you know, they got to go to Washington, so that's just like a day at the spa. That was fine. Daniel Jones didn't play particularly well, so the who, hype train has died down a little bit. Who is the better quarterback in this game? Just the fact that I'd, you have to sigh I like gotta that. I gotta say, I, I would want Daniel Jones at this point. You'd want Daniel Jones over eighty-four million dollars guaranteed. Yeah, I hate to say it. Kirk Cousins looks like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now, and it's because of his. Ju- he won't. He refuses to push the ball downfield. I think he took two. He did two passes of over ten yards last week. He hit one on a fourth down to Diggs. Missed a wide open Thielen for a touchdown on the other. He today he apologized did he publicly apologize? to Adam Thielen because Thielen came out after the game strong and just said we have to be able to make plays. And hit deep balls. You just have to be able to throw the ball. Which you just is a, have to throw the ball. He's that is he as, is talking through the television, through the airwaves, directly yes. to Kirk Cousins. Jamal, you want to translate throw. that 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 statement from Adam Thielen to Kirk Cousins? You can speak Cousinsies, right? I mean, dude, you know what he said. So quit playing like a fucking binatch. <laughs> Good <That's> God. Right. 
Good what God, you, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Take your stupid rubber wedding ring off. And it is funny and when play he says like you want to have sex. We have the best running back in the NFL. We just have to be able to throw a little bit. He He's just, basically saying we have this. We have the best running back in the NFL. And I'm not going to say our quarterback is even good. Kirk Cousins <laughs> like, plays football like he has no desire to fuck ever again. Uh, he, the, he did. Kind of, this was the quote. I really want to apologize to Adam Thielen because there's too many opportunities where we could have hit him on Sunday. And post game, when I talk to the media, I always say, "Hey, until I watch the film, it's hard for me to really give you a straight answer." There's your straight answer. I suck. I suck. They have the highest paid receiving corpse in. Uh, did you see that stat somewhere? Did you say corpse? Yeah, because corp. they're fucking dead Cor- out core. there. Core. No, he meant corpse. Corpses got it right. They are corpses. Receiving corpses. But uh, between Cousins, Diggs, and Thielen, that's the highest paid unit in the entire league. And, and they are thirty. Se- they're thirty second in passing. And that we know they're good. We have visual evidence from two full seasons of them both being good. They were top four round fantasy picks. They were good players. Kirk Cousins is ruining good players. And I love he is it. evil. This is true. The people of Minnesota have suffered enough. Come and on, I mean, Kirk. But they'll find a way to win this game. Yes, they will. I they certainly will believe the Giants be with, with yeah. their defense. This is going to be a weird defensive struggle. And they still, and Dalvin Cook is still standing. As long as he's standing, they got a chance. I mean, Wayne they Gallman. Bad. They look bad against the Bears, who we all agree, top three defense. Yeah. Yeah. The best, probably. I mean, Wayne Gallman uh, played. Tough. You're going to say they're better than the Patriots? I think they're, they have more playmakers than the Patriots. Patriots as a unit are probably more sound, but Cleo Mack is the best defensive player in the league. That's true. But, okay, next. Fine. Next, we have the Chicago Bears. Speaking well, of. Yeah. Heading, packing their bags and heading to London to play against the Oakland Raiders. A Raiders home game in London. Apparently, Roquan Smith has some problem with London because he has mysteriously disappeared just in time for this London trip. Scared to get on a plane that long, I'm sure. Trubisky not playing this game, got knocked out last week. Um, Chase Daniels comes in. I think people are breathing a sigh of relief. Oh, I think Mitch Trubisky is breathing a sigh of relief. He's like, thank God no one's paying attention to me anymore. He almost looked happy on the sidelines in that sling. Freedom. Freedom. Does he even sweet release? Does he even have to show up to the game? Can he just take a sightseeing tour in like a double decker bus or something? Can he just have fun? Because I don't think any British fan gives a fuck about Mitchell Trubisky. That's not what they're there to That's see. That's not what they're there to they're see. The fucking kicker. Show me Robbie Gold. They're there to see John Gruden. It's Eddie Pinheiro. That's what his name. Yeah. Shout out to Robbie Gold. Yeah. John Gruden looks like a British guy. He, could he, pass. If he didn't hear him yeah. talk. Yeah. When he gets a little older too, he could just be one of those old British dudes. Yeah. Splotchy. If you. If you had never seen him talk before and he walked into a room and just like a Cockney accent came out, you'd be like, okay, yeah, totally that kind of works. His son, Deuce Gruden, though, I would not believe that that's the case. That guy is purely American. So, I mean, Vontez Burfick getting fucking thrown out. Thrown out of the league. For being, finally. I mean, he probably should have been thrown out of when the he was with the Bengals. I just don't understand why he's – like, he already has the reputation. He's got his – he knows is his last chance on the Raiders. Doing the, He got pulled out. From the from the boneyard of old NFL players who don't really have it anymore, yeah, given a second chance, him. is playing well. Finally, getting some of his swagger back, starting to look like a, starting to seem like a real NFL player. 
And then he just jacks Jack Doyle in the head for no reason. Yeah, just he's on his knees and he just goes straight for his fucking yeah brain. He, he had his leg out. Like you could try to argue, hey, nobody had touched him yet, but the dude's leg he did, wasn't even in position to get back up. You, if you're Vontez Perfect running towards Jack Doyle in that position, you have two options. You can either touch him on the shoulder and he's officially down, or go headfirst and torpedo him in the face mask. And try to end his life and and ruin your career in the process. Yeah. Oh, well, you know he's just no his choice. Perfect. <laughs> Nobody is perfect because this game is in London. The Raiders have a shot. It's no rules. It's just the United Kingdom. Guys, if the season ended today. The Raiders would be the sixth seed and make the playoffs. Exactly. I can't wait to see. That would be great. <laughs> I know it's only four games in, but they're flirting with a uh, with a eight and eight season right now, and it's fun. Let's go Raiders. <laughs> Let's see it. Uh, they're definitely gonna get smashed by this Bears team. I mean, the defense is insane. The, I will uh, say the Raiders have a good offensive line, not great, but like a solid offensive line. Better than the games, better than the teams that the Bears have been playing lately. So they have a chance to hold up a little bit and maybe make it a close game if Chase Daniel plays anywhere near as bad as Trubisky does. I'm saying Raiders. Woo. The ghost of Al Davis. Just to shake it up. Haunting London. Shake it up. Just to gruden this fucking bitch. Last early game. New York Jets coming off their bye week at Philadelphia Eagles. Um, doesn't seem like Sam Darnold's going to play. Still out with with mono. Look he at said the his, smile on your face. His spleen is going to do what it wants to do, I think is the quote. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of our spleens are the same. Yeah. I mean, look, are they? Who's, who are the Jets starting? Luke Falk. Columbo. Who, is that the third string guy? That's the third string guy. Simeon uh, broke his, his leg. He died. Good. Falk was better than him anyway. Yes, he is. And I think Le'Veon Bell is coming off this by with a couple of chips, a couple of bags of wavy lays on his shoulders, and he's going to give y'all some fits. Possibly. Will the Eagles win? Probably. It's a four, we're 14-point favorites at the moment. I think that's high. I don't know if I've seen everything I need to see from y'all. I think that's high as well. You know what I'm saying? Y'all show me the car facts. Winning in Green Bay was good. That's a car fact. That was a car fact. But was it all of the car facts? Was it multiple? I don't know. Like, you know, the brakes are shoddy from time to time, but you it's a fixer upper. There there you can see the potential in this car. The last person who drove this car swears by it. Says that this thing could get you anywhere you want to go. Yeah. Okay? Right now you need to take it in and give it some TLC and give it some time. Uh-huh. And nothing fixes up your car better than New York than the New York Jets coming to town. They're kinda of like the Washington Redskins of the of the AFC Just East. Visit. Um Jets have a real chance of going Oh, and 16. Actually, no, they have to play the Dolphins twice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think so. Darnold will be back by the end of the season, win two games against, you know, the whatever, the Bills. And they still got the Dolphins. You're right. So there's no way they're they're losing. But I think they're a 4-12, and 12, solid 4-12, and 12, respectable. Yeah, uh, well, we're going to see. One of those victories will not be coming this weekend. Um, the Eagles, when they have Dallas Goddard and Alshon Jeffrey back, they look a lot different on offense. Finally got Jordan Howard going. The defensive secondary is probably the worst in the league. Oh, yeah, that was a rough. Avante Maddox just yeah. looked like he was going to die on the field. Yeah. And then that's the weirdest thing about these concussions. Friendly fire, too. They just they, they look terrible. 
they stay on the they st- the camera stays on the field watching everybody praying for this person's immortal soul yes. on the field and then 2 days later the guy's like back at practice yeah, he's tweeting, and he's just like, hey, I'm good. It's all good. Yeah. It looked like I had just been crippled, <laughs> and instead, I'm questionable. Hey, as long as his the thumb goes up on the way out of the stadium, we're okay. Play ball. Might have helped the Eagles, too. Long stop down bef- during that goal line stand. You know, I, ha- I, I hate to, to say it that way, but there's about a th- – 20-minute stoppage in play. The Packers are on the goal line, and then they throw an interception, I think, two plays later to end the game. Um, Have, do you think uh, uh, the NFL, like the the referees or whoever's, like the, the medical staff, do you think they've ever weakened at Bernie's to thumbs up from a guy? Like pulled <laughs> the thumb up, lifted it up? Yes. Just tried to get the impression that the guy was okay? I like it. Um, go Birds. Oh, yeah. Remember uh, last Thursday when the Eagles were going to play uh, the Packers, We, the three of us took a little walk through Glendale down Brand Boulevard. I was wearing my Eagles jersey. Uh, Somehow. Yeah, people said go birds. And I'd then say you guys it was won. That's closer it. to eight it was, people. It was Ugly miraculous. people. It was Ugly miraculous, people. and your team's beautiful, and Philly's a great city. Next game. Slurp. Two afternoon games. Why do they do this? There's like 11 early games and then two afternoon games. Never will understand why they do this, but that's what it is. One of them's good. First one is all that football late. Broncos at Chargers. Joe Flacco played a little better, but he's down there with Kirk Cousins. Flacco is the Spanish word for skinny, and uh, I think that sort of relates. This guy he plays he plays like a skinny yeah. dweeb, thin. And the Broncos are just snake bit. I, as much as I would love the Chargers to lose again while they're all hurt, it's probably not going to happen against this Broncos team that just can't find a way to win any game. And it's always at the last minute. And with each successive loss, they have to be believing in themselves a lot less, which makes it harder to win a game in the future. So, you know, the Chargers are, are not playing well and they're not – healthy in any way they just lost melvin ingram for a bunch of weeks and that's on top of the 80 other guys who are on the ir they're getting melvin gordon back so this could be a big fat melvin gordon game but the broncos defense is actually the only their d-line is actually the only thing that's really good about them bradley chubb out for the season but he's out for the season so you got to think maybe melvin gordon does his thing and this is like a you know 20 to 13 type of victory or maybe the broncos just do it to this, themselves again, hurt their fans even deeper, and it's another last-minute field goal situation. That'd be fun. With the, whoever the fuck the Chargers kicker is, just kicking them right in the heart. Every game at that soccer stadium should end with a kick. Hey, that soccer stadium's fun. It is That's very a good fun. time. Yeah. Jamal can get into that. It's soccer. It's true. Soccer. Last afternoon game, Green Bay Packers at Dallas Cowboys. Um, the Packers, I feel like I lost some faith in that head coach, Matt LaFleur. Uh, he made some terrible decisions in that Thursday night game, especially there on the goal line. Didn't learn anything from the Browns against the Rams the week before. They still put up 30. Yeah, oh, they can move the ball at will. Yeah. And they also called a slow-developing fake end-around that wound up getting Aaron Rodgers strip-sacked, doing the Eagles a real favor by giving him seven seconds in the pocket. 
bad it, decisions like that. That's like one bad play. That's a terrible also, play. It's a seven-point. Then also, ter- Jimmy Graham dropped two touchdowns. Why do you say you you said that the last time too? He had he has to jump in the air and put one hand on it. Hey, you dude, can't expect that catch. It'd bro, be nice if he caught it. It's the fucking NFL, bro. The shit ain't easy. Shit's not easy. Tell that tell that to uh, Nelson Aguilar. He doesn't catch balls that are two hands on it that two aren't hands? superstar catches all that I, you expect out of Jimmy Graham. All I'm saying is this is a great chance for the Packers to get a dub. Devonte Adams those. might be out though. Yeah, I saw him limping around at the end of that game. Yeah. So oh, if yeah. he's out, Cowboys probably win. But their offense didn't look good. No, they didn't. It's man, it's still a few more weeks in my mind before we really know everything about everybody it is you're absolutely right about that but it does look like zeke is still um getting into shape maybe i know he hasn't really taken off this year it's maybe they were keying on him man well this they is his trend this was a game this was the the saints were like All every right. game people are going to key on him that's their whole offense i see i don't know man but he still seems like he's in uh preseason you know he just got off the plane in cabo walked into week one and now he's still getting in shape and then now more than ever with Dak looking bad, I mean, if I was the Packers, bro, I wouldn't even have DBs. <laughs> <laughs> Eight linebackers, three linemen. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Don't pay Dak. Don't. Well, Dak. Yeah, I know. Well, Dak's not going to rock the boat. Dak's a good boy. He's a soldier. Yeah. He's not like a some diva wide receiver. He's just going to be like, okay. What? Yes, sir. <laughs> Jerry Jones is going to be like, you signed your deal. And he's like, okay. Yes, sir. He's not going to rock the boat. Uh, come on, Pack. Do this thing. Yeah. All right, Sunday night game. Colts at Chiefs. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, Colts, no. right when we're starting to give them some love, drop one at home to the Raiders. Um, they got to go. I mean, Jesus Christ. And you guys have had, what, two home games? We've had one home game. We uh, won that game. And now we're playing four out of the next five at Arrowhead. Yeah. So this is the start of something. Look. The fact is, in watching that that really stressful Lions game, uh, it really illuminated this for me. You have to be a great quarterback playing a great game to beat the Chiefs. I didn't even understand how we won this game. We gave it up three times, fumbled, you know, close to the, I mean, in our own end zone area pretty much every time and gave them all these opportunities to score. Our defense played really terribly Matt Stafford had the three touchdown 300 yard game that we thought Mahomes was going to have Mahomes did not throw a single touchdown still had over 300 yards but we basically yeah we basically gave the entire middle of the field to them just spotted them 125 yards on the ground just to start the game and we still put up 34 points. I don't even remember where all those points came from. One came from a 100-yard fumble return. And that was sweet. And that was a heads-up play. Good good on you, Batshad Breland. You're a good player. I was surprised that he actually uh, you know, came, came cheap to us and is having a great year. But the fact is we just have the offense that – will always move the ball on you. Just, you know, I those last two minutes, I'll say that I was nervous. I was, but with Alex Smith, I would have just been, I would have left the the bar that I was watching the, the game at. I would have just left because I knew that it was over. It's never over with Patrick Mahomes. And now you get the Colts coming to us, second home game, 
the fucking primetime game. Playoff rematch. People are going to see. Yeah, and, and you got a different vibe with Jacoby Brissett, but he's playing fine. The fact is Marlon Mack is going to get 9,000 yards. If you have him in fantasy, definitely start Marlon Mack. Yeah, he. Uh, did you see Brissett had a hat on in his postgame that said run the damn ball? He's wearing a run the damn ball oh. hat. He knows in the in the locker room when you know they're at the, when they're at the. Um, I want to say something about this game too. Um, Byron Pringle with that Byron catch Pringle. late in the fourth with less than a minute to go. He gets spun around and he got absolutely leveled, blindsided. I say almost anybody fumbles in that situation. All, I couldn't the, all believe the other he held on to that. In that exact same I situation. could not believe he held on to that ball. So just shout out Pringle. And we have to talk about Andy Reid's locker room speech after the game. Uh, This is Andy Reid's quote. Not all of Mozart's paintings were perfect. End result, though, that sucker's going to sell for a million dollars. Team erupts. Look, not all of Andy Reid's speeches need to make sense. Nah, that shit was hard, dude. You You get the feeling. It's the feeling. Everybody understood what he was trying to say. You don't have to play a perfect game to win if you're the Chiefs because you believe in yourselves, you believe in each other, and fucking Travis Kelsey, sweet-ass flip to LaShawn McCoy. We're just playing Globetrotters basketball out there. These guys believe in each other. Andy Reid could have gone up there and said, you know, guys, Hitler wasn't perfect, but he's my favorite dictator. And everybody would have been like, fuck yeah, Andy, you're the best. Because you just feel it. You understand what he's really trying I to think say. He might have lost a couple guys if he had done that. But I uh, I agree with the sentiment. And I like when a coach says something dumb. It galvanizes the team. Now the team's like, hey, maybe I'm a little bit smarter than the coach. You don't want coaches to be too into art either. Understand that yeah. world. You, that's yeah, not it's who a, they are. It's an excellent balance of a statement that does make sense and completely does not. Yeah, like the, I don't think you're going to see, if you go down to Kansas City, you're not going to see Andy Reid walking around the halls of the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art. I can tell you that. He'll be at the hot dog stand outside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, last game, Monday night game, another good one. My Browns. Jamel's Cleveland Browns at the Santa Clara 49ers. Um, undefeated 49ers. This is a great game. Um, I think... 49ers coming off a bye. We're really going to see what they're made of. They're riding high. The Browns are a hot team, dangerous team. Another primetime game for the Browns. This is the third one already. We were supposed to think that they this were like they, it. they were like the super wanted. team. This well, is they look the, good. This, this is the dream team treatment. This is what happened with the Eagles when they signed all those dream team players and then ate shit in front t- of the nation. We don't talk about the dream team. The Browns are... I think they're they're getting it together. I still don't think that they have a good coach, and I still don't think they know what they're really doing. But they just have so much talent. And on the other side, there's just so much less talent with the Niners. And I know that they're 3-0, and and their defense is playing decent, and their running game is good, and their receivers are decent, and Jimmy Garoppolo is decent. Might just have time. Might just be time to – admit that they're all right that's the thing is you always have a team that starts hot they look like they're something and then they end up seven and nine and i think for me it's it's the niners this year and it starts with this game monday night the browns go in and give them a a shellaxing at home we'll see we talked about the falcons tailspinning it's kyle shanahan left now he's on the niners looks like things are coming into place for that team yeah just you gotta move on dudes um, this is going to be inter- – we're going to see some real colors in this game. It is going to be 
one of the best games this week. I really think it's going to be close. You get Odell on Sherman. That's pretty good. That's, That's fun. Something. Sherman is chirping on yeah. Twitter, too. I don't know if you've seen that. That dude is just like. Yeah, he's back. He's back. Nothing, I, nothing's changed. That's fun. He's outspoken. Chirp. Chirp, chirp. He gets in your head. You know, smart guys, they get in your head. You I'm going to. that, though? Cleveland got too many receivers, bro. Yeah, you can't cover them all. You can't cover them all. You get Antonio Callaway back this this week too, True. who's kind of an idiot, but still doesn't matter. He can catch the deep ball. Yeah, Speak, Freddie Kitchens also an idiot. Doesn't matter. Yeah, ton of idiots in football. I mean, Andy Reid, uh, not an know, idiot. Smart football man. Smart guy. But he believes that Mozart's painted, and you know what? Maybe if maybe Mozart Andy did, if you, if a painting was discovered that somehow Mozart, it, it would be worth over a million dollars. Maybe Andy Reid is so rich and keyed in to the world of secret art that he knows about a Mozart painting and actually purchased it for around that price. I believe that. You've got mail. Let's move on. Our intern Austin has just brought in a burlap sack of mail. It's overflowing. Where are we going to put all I don't know where we're going to put it all. There's not enough space in here. Let's just shred most of it. Yeah. So sorry to to some of you guys who wrote in. We're going to shred most of this mail, but we're going to, by chance, grab a few. Yeah, I got one. Jamel has. Did you pick one? Yeah. Is that the one that you want to read or shred? No, no. I think I'm going to read this one, and I think I'm going to burn the rest. Okay. Uh, yeah, this one. I got a letter from um, Blonde Cheadle uh, from Chattanooga, Tennessee. He says, hey, guys, love the show. Uh, my question is about my beloved Redskins, in parentheses. This is our year, baby. Uh, do you think Jordan Reed is going to play at all this year, or should he retire and go hang out with Ricky Williams? Jordan Reed, how many times do you think he's thrown up in his career from concussion pain? I mean, he's got to have like he's got he needs like Excedrin tension headache. You know, the the hard stuff. Yeah, I thought, what is his helmet's too loose? What was going on with him? How many times has he thrown up from the, when he, he plays for the Redskins? Yeah, when he looks across the huddle and he sees who his quarterback is, or hears Jeez, what the play call is, Christ, or man. sees where he's at in I the hope world. He retires and has a, lives a healthy life. I hope he retires and he becomes one of those uh, sport movie actors. Oh yeah, sport movie actors. Yeah, he'd be a great sport movie actor. He already looks like a character from the game, the uh, Kelsey Grammer executive produced TV show, The Game. Hmm. It was about all the drama behind a pro football team. And it was on like uh, BET and like like UPN back in the day. Oh, I gotta I check that out. I think they both had a shot at the rights of new episodes of the game. And one of the uh, Maori sisters is in it. Yeah. I don't remember if it's T or Tamara. Sex scene? Any sex scenes? Um, they, they're always trying to show that they're adults now. Those ex-child stars. So maybe they, she took her top off. I think no. I think that's UPN. Sounds, yeah, I maybe think you just brawlit. I think we get a brawlit, and you get several shirtless men. Shirtless men, I'll take any day of the week. Ow! See those pecs. All right, I'm going to grab one. This one comes to us from Jacksonville. It reads, Dear Wimps, I listened to your stupid-ass little show. What are you boys apologizing about loving football for? What kind of weak, weak crap is that? What you really need is a protein shake, about 50 push-ups a day, and to inject a proper fear of God into your lives. Go Jags. Signed, Gardner Minshew's dad. Whoa, his dad Man. came for us? <laughs> Have you seen this guy sitting in the stands? No, what does he look like? This, this guy look, is like yoked. Please, have you, do you know who I'm talking about here, Oh, Dan? yeah. Thank you. Gardner Minshew's dad. If Gar- is Gardner Minshew going to grow into that sort of build? Gardner Minshew doesn't look anything like 
his dad. I'm trying to think a good comparison here. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, is about as like close. Like old jacked guy? Oh, old. there's plenty. There's classic, like, Jack LaLanne. Yeah. Yeah, he just looks like, you know, he, he looks guy, like your penis. standard yeah, sure. Midwest beefcake dad who just, yeah. he played Got in college, wrong. never gave it up. Yeah, sure. Doesn't like our show. Yeah. No, but he loves steaks. his riding mower. Yeah, riding mower and big-ass steaks. Well, Dude, it looks like he's trying to get a, a job coaching on the Jags. Uh, I got my letter here, and this is a this is a fun coincidence here. I'll just read it. Um, a QB needs to be able to get the dub no matter what situation he's in. You could be down 30 points, and your team's still counting on you to bring them back. Right now, America's down big in the fourth, and there's only one QB I trust, Bernie Sanders. This dude's policies are lit AF. He's flexing on the billionaires, and there's no question he lifts. Plus, all the other candidates are war criminals, dead ass. Signed, Gardner Minshew. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> father son, dead ass. Lis- listening is he evenings. From the Bronx? He's the dude. He's you know he's 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 Darty USA. You know he's oh, got yeah, he's, yeah. So he's he's a Bernie bro. Yeah, he's and taken I, the best of worlds. Darty USA are Bernie bros. They're all Bernie bros, dude. All those well, bros. Darty USA. That's that's Darty Trump USA country. No, There's some half country. Half Trump, Bernie. There's some Bernie bros on Darty USA. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. Bernie's popular. Let me say Bernie's something. Bernie's got a large coalition. And this is the most controversial thing you'll ever hear me say out loud. Here we go. Bernie, Bernie Sanders winning the presidency is the best chance for America to get into car bombings. <laughs> <laughs> we, the shit is going to turn into fucking Ireland on us real fast if we elect Bernie Sanders. Got to well, be Liz. Got to keep the peace. I'm into Liz, too. I think Liz is... is a more reasonable option, but because you know bros, what, the bros are going to be too fired up. Oh, but it's the, just you know what? Fire, everybody's going to be too fiery. These DSA fools are going to go nuts. Everybody's just going to be on a million. I believe that you're right. I believe Liz Warren, uh, best way for this country to move forward peaceably. That said, we're going to have a civil war. We might as well knock it out. Yeah, because if Liz wins, every nobody's going to want to talk about uh, politics anymore because the girl's in charge. So it won't be as fun. It seems everybody's gonna be like, ah. Oh, yeah, Gardner Minshew's dad will not watch Fox News anymore. Yeah, it'll be over because it's just what are we even going to talk about? We have to look at an old woman. Well, you know how angry you get when you watch like <laughs> Trump talking, bloviating about some bullshit you can't even watch, right? That's how they feel about a lady president. So they're not going to want to watch any of her speeches and stuff. They're going to—it's going to be like a team after your team after they lost that week. You just <laughs> ignore it. That's what they're like. Their team's going to lose in the worst possible fashion, and they're just going to have to. Go on, move on with their lives. Go on to different things. Go, so, Liz. Yeah, it's all facts. Jamal, you have any final thoughts this week? Um, my final thoughts are, uh, you know, cherish your life, <laughs> even though it sucks. Life sucks, but you got to keep living it because the other option is not living, which somehow sucks more. Okay, my final thought this week is the exact same thing Khalil Mack said Sunday after the game. He said. A dog that poop fast don't poop for long, man. Danny, any final thoughts? You know, I just want to use my final thought to beg Jamel to trade me LaShawn McCoy. I can give you something that you need. You just tell me what you need. You're 0-4. You know exactly. You know what I want. When, you, when you're when you 0-4, just like in the real NFL, give me you some. have to start the fire sale. I want 
LaShawn, let's talk. Give me the real stuff. Quit playing around. All You're right. playing with me. All right. DJ Moore it is. Good night, everybody. We're so- sorry. We're very sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry about that poop quote. But what it means is anybody can start fast, but it's about the whole race, the whole season being consistent. Yeah, you want a dog that poops for a while because that means he's not going to poop on you when you get back in the house. Exactly. It's a poop marathon, not a poop sprint. Facts. And I'm sorry. <laughs>